This is an audio excerpt from the recently published book Hidden Experience, with the rather long subtitle of Collected Writings from Ten Years of Blogging, 2009-2019, through 2019, A Personal Journey of Owls, Synchronicity, and UFO Contact. And this segment will be read by the author, and that's me, Mike Cleland. I will be reading the introduction, which is short. It's only about seven and a half minutes long. But I think it'll give you a good idea of the flavor and the tenor of the, of the content. I will be periodically adding a few samples here on my blog, and I'm doing this to help promote this new book. This audio reading was first published on July 9th, 2019. Please enjoy. Introduction We must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. Joseph Campbell I wrote about the most difficult time of my life as it was happening and posted it on a blog. I just reread that sentence and I am astonished I could do something so bold. But I did. I had been confronted with a chain of strange events that seemed impossible to understand. I tried my best to dismiss what was happening, but that became increasingly difficult. All the clues pointed to one thing, and I was forced to ask myself, am I a UFO abductee? My blog was started ten years ago as an attempt to answer that question. I was 46 years old and had come face to face with something that seemed to want to break me. I was lost in fear, doubt, insecurity, tension, and disbelief. Yet, at the same time, the power of these events left me in awe. There was a kind of shining wonder mixed in with all the overlapping stresses. The birth of the blog came at a chaotic time in my life. I was drowning in synchronicities, and they all seemed connected to either UFOs or owls. Trying to process my emotions meant obsessive journaling, and facing up to that kind of self-inquiry rips away a lot of assumptions. And not just who I am, but the meaning of reality itself. My fears and emotions were unloaded into the blog, and what emerged was a sort of public diary, It was also my therapy. I thought about writing a proper memoir and simply using the blog as reference, but there is such a mood of immediacy within these posts. Many were written not as a reminiscence. They were written in the moment, and the urgency is palpable. It would be completely fair to say that I went a little bit mad in the early years of the blog, and that is not hidden in the text, It's right there on the surface. As I write this, there are 848 posts on the blog. Creating this book meant going back and carefully rereading my journey, but the site itself had its own journey. I wrote a lot, 
but I also did over 90 podcasts in a five-year period, and I am tremendously proud of those interviews. The podcast interviews ended when I began the first OWL book. That project was monumental and needed my complete attention. And after that came a second book. I was still posting during these years, but the tenor had changed. My energy was now pouring into the books. Some blog posts came in a rapid-fire outburst, like the series about the lines on the map in Byron, North Dakota. Reading each of these posts in order isn't easy. My mind was jumping around, and it's evident in the frantic mood of the text. For this book, I did my best to streamline the narrative so it plays out as a story, yet keeps the anxious vibe of my original writings. The flow of the blog could get a bit scattered. It was easy to jump around and post diverse items. If I had a new thought or a funny little story, I'd write it up. If it was simple, I'd keep it short. But if something seemed important, I'd work to explore it from every angle, and that jumbled mix of ideas shows up in this book. There's a sense of immediacy in blogging, and an implicit kind of pressure to write fast and click the button that puts the post online. I gave myself over to that urgency, and consequently some of the writing was sort of sloppy and right from the onset, I'd go back and rework the text of the published posts. I've been cleaning up typos and clarifying my thoughts right from day one. If something came up having to do with one of the stories, I'd go back in and add more. And sometimes these addendums ended up a lot longer than the initial post. I've been endlessly tinkering with the content, so it seemed fine to go in and edit the posts for this book. I used a lot of all caps and italic text in my writing especially in the early years. And all that was a bit much, and I cleaned up most of it, but not all. I felt it was important to keep the flavor of the blog. The online blog is crammed with hyperlinks, and it was tempting to do the same in the ebook, but trying to match the online content would be totally overkill. Same with the pictures. They work great in a blog format, but it would be distracting here. Some of the stories in this book overlap with The Messengers. A lot of my personal experiences were pared down for that book, and many of those stories are told in a more complete form here. Red Pill Junkie wrote the foreword for this book. He's been a dedicated reader right from the very beginning, commenting on posts with wit and insight. There was a point early on when I included a short anecdote from a UFO book in one of my posts and I wrote it in a way that made it seem like I had read the book, which I hadn't. Red Pill Junkie was quick to comment that I got the account all wrong and he was stern about it. I went back in and revised the one inaccurate sentence. He taught me an important lesson. People were taking my blog seriously. Someone out there was diligently reading my stuff and wasn't going to let me slide on things like facts. I upped my game because I knew that he would call me out on any slacking, and I have been grateful for his vigilant eye. I'm writing this in 2019, and I've watched the online world shift to shorter, zippier formats like Instagram and Twitter. It feels like the era of the blog has ended, or at least it's changed, and so have I. Creating this book meant reliving a powerful chapter of my life. Some of it was scary and terribly confusing, yet I'm grateful. 
there's a haunting human drama that I have endured, and it tells a deeper story. Life is a journey, and I got lost while searching along its strange winding path. Maybe I'm still lost, but I'm doing my best to keep pressing on. Mike Cleland, March 2019